Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the TOVG podcast. My name is George Weedman. My buddies are Jimmy Belikoff and Matt Visual, and we are here to inform and entertain you with exciting and meaningful stories about the most important thing in the entire world. Yeah. Video Video games. games. We're excited. I I totally admit it. Were we supposed to all say that in sync? I'm sorry. I I just... I just no, took the we, opportunity. Yeah, we literally just made it up on the spot the because right. of what cool guys we all are. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. So Matt, <laughs> I I think you have you have some stories to tell oh. about oh. about video games this week. I saw oh. I saw on the the Twitter that you went on a video game trip. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Uh, so like a month ago, ArenaNet, uh, the makers of uh, Guild Wars Two, they were like, "Hey, you want to come out?" And play like the new expansion that's coming out. I'm like, yes, Thanks. yeah, of course I will. Because um, who cares? Was um, that how you responded? Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> they totally called me up on the phone because you're just right. casual like that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, I of course I was going to Seattle. In Seattle uh, for all the U.S. community members, and they also bring along Angry Joe. They bring along Jesse Cox, Tobuscus, which I never thought was coming. Uh, Wait, really? Yeah, Tobuscus is a Guild Wars, and he brought along Oga. Yeah, Oga as well, which I they Mm. used to date or something like that. I don't think I know Oga. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Oh, she got really mad when I didn't know her name. Really? Like. Like oh no, I knew her name. I just didn't know like how she looked like because she was uh-huh. right next to Tobusk. I was like, oh hey, what's up, Tobusk? How you doing? I'm like super friendly. If any of you guys have met me in real life, you know that I'm super friendly. So I just go mm-hmm. up to anybody. So I go up to like the Angry Joe and everything like that. And uh, of course Jesse Cox, who um, who I've met three times and he didn't remember me. So I was like, <laughs> I was like Jesse, <laughs> I need candles and uh, some music because I'm gonna be Felicia Day right now. I mean, you're going to be Felicia Day right now, and I'm Jesse Cox right now. <laughs> and he was like, I don't remember you. I was like, that's, that's fine. That's fine. I'll get to know you now. But now he he remembers me as Black Honey now because uh, we were playing some PvP together when we were playing the uh, the expansion. Oh, I can't. Oh, NDA, 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 NDA. Um, but we were playing a game. <laughs> they made and, you sign um, an NDA. I helped him a lot survive. So, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the trip was really cool. Uh, we... We got to go and eat dinner at the offices. It was, I mean, if you guys have never seen Anet offices, they have cereal, like, like uh, <laughs> tubes and tubes of like cereal things, like at a like don't you know college, oh, like, like right, a, like a, like, a, like a cafeteria where it's like yeah, you, like, pull the lever down and it comes yes. out of the bowl. Every, wow. Yeah, just the kitchen is filled with that, and they have like 
raisin covered chocolate. I mean, chocolate covered raisins. <laughs> raisin covered chocolate. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> oh God. Uh, um, I'm great today. Um, it, it, just tons of stuff like that. But they they catered some food and man. They they pulled out all the stops, so it was really Dang. cool getting you know getting to see people that um, you, I've talked to over the internet quite a bit, and you know seeing them now like a lot of community members for Gilders who was there and stuff like that, and of course it was cool to see uh, some of the bigger guys as well, and they're super cool, um, all down to earth. Jesse Cox is always down to earth every time I've talked to him, and mm-hmm. Angry Joe was surprisingly the same way, and Tobuscus was literally Tobuscus, like yeah, that guy is the same way. It, he is um, in, in in his videos. Like he's he's constantly like um. I, I guess what what do you call that? Really, I don't know if he is, but uh, kind of like always quick in the mind, always going from one thing to the other. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you call that. I, I, I'm blanking on it now. Um, uh, I I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. Short minded. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I um. Add. Like sh- Add. Oh, there, there oh, okay. There it, it is. Like he's very Short quick. He's very going. Yes, I don't know why I was thinking. Whatever. Uh, that but, that uh, almost sounds offensive. It, it almost does, doesn't it? He was a cool guy, though. He was a really cool guy. Like, mm-hmm. he, uh, he was super down to earth. Anyways, um, we played. We all played together. It was a good time at the developers. Uh, ex- extremely excited for the expansion. I can't really say much other than Uh-oh. that. Uh, oh, they're yeah. buttering you up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess they did. I guess they buttered me up real good. I'm a sell-off for life. I'm going to enjoy myself, son. I mean, like... You're going like, to get an ArenaNet serial lever installed in your home. <laughs> yes. Have it in the background of every video. Right. And now I'm going to take a break to enjoy this delicious ArenaNet serial lever. <laughs> like, in the middle of a review that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with Guild Wars 2. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, man, I really love the new Batman game. But look, let me stop and pour me some Fruit Loops from this new ArenaNet cereal Arena thing. cereal <laughs> lever. <laughs> and just, right, I'll just have it the real cringy video of just, you watch the whole time as I get up from my chair, get a bowl, and just open it, and just like all pours out it gets a little stuck so you like kind of shake it a little bit just nice quiet and, and no music you know what it should be it should be in the middle of the new batman game review yes <laughs> yes that's what's gonna happen because i feel oh, like i'm gonna boy. have to review that game the, the, the highly anticipated triple a instant classic brought yes. to you by this arena hat cereal lever yes the lever <laughs> not the cereal lever <laughs> just the lever Anyways, mm-hmm. um, anyways, yeah. is uh, is that is that everything we have on on Matt Matt Visuals front or um, uh, um yeah you know working on videos and stuff uh but yeah it was uh it, jet lag and all that good stuff but you know yeah, stuff yeah. they got going you on. in and out of there fast like I saw you <laughs> posting on Twitter and I sent you a text I'm like hey are you gonna be here and you're like I'm already here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so. All right, I went there um, early in the morning, but when I was coming back, I left Seattle at ten uh, twenty. So I came back to Georgia at nine a.m. <laughs> okay, so I already had a whole day. And then my, another nine. day started. Wow. Okay, so, so wait, it was an eleven-hour flight. Uh, it was. There's a lot of. There's a layover. A two-hour oh, layovers. Layover. Yeah, they'll do it. Mm, That'll do yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's so about time we got those little uh, those little Japanese capsule hotels in in our airports that you <laughs> pay by the hour just so you can like cuddle into a warm little coffin and, and nap for the layover. And then you know, I I would be totally fine with that. Yeah. I 
Yeah. So, like my biggest worry, and like I don't mind like napping on a chair. My biggest worry is someone just like walking up, taking my bag and right. leaving. And like if I could just slip into a little, you know, like back to tank real quick and, and <laughs> back to tank. Yeah, yeah. And just like nap for an hour. I would totally do that. Some people don't I, care. They just lay on the floor in the in uh, the airport. It's just like crazy. Like, I don't I don't mind that. I would I would like like sit against the wall or lay against the wall. But again, I just don't want my stuff taken. That's my only <laughs> fear in an airport. You oh, just got to be sure that. You yeah. lay like mid grasp with with like with your, your body splayed across your stuff. <laughs> right, I, right. I did that one time when we went to uh, we were in Rome uh, for like a Rome, a, like, Georgia, Rome, <laughs> Rome, Rome. So, Italy. so not Rome, Georgia. Italy. I'm guessing. No. Oh. It, Italy, the the Rome, the pickpocket capital of the world. Literally, okay. not not even kidding. And we had to like get to our flight like to come home it's like six hours early so we were just sitting in this empty ass airport and there was like creepers like everywhere and so we like huddled into a corner on these chairs and everyone just like tied their luggage to themselves and pretended to be asleep <laughs> it was scary good times good times I, I like how there was just it was scary in the middle of laughter and good times yeah it, I mean it was scary so how what have games you've been playing Jordan? Uh, <laughs> well, let's see. I uh, quote unquote Resident finished. Su- I I finished <laughs> Super Mario 3D World. Okay. Um, but not really because I don't know if you guys have played through that game. It doesn't end. No, it goes on for a no. long. It just keeps time. going and going, and the levels all of a sudden they got like way good. <laughs> the After, levels get stupid hard. That's yeah. good. Like yeah. I um. I don't I don't know I I don't I still don't know how I feel about this game like I really like some of the ideas for the levels but the camera angle that the whole game does like that weird isometric thing I don't Uh it's really hard to like judge depth from I mean you could change it when you're by yourself but only when you're by yourself Mm, yeah well you could change it from side to side and it it really obscures some of the secret stars and stuff and you're like oh my gosh it was like right there the whole time yep I haven't had yeah. much trouble finding the secret stars. I've been playing oh, through I mean, it with at least two stamps. people. Sorry. Oh, stamps. The well, stamps are ridiculous just, sometimes. Actually, that's like the one game where the stamps, I think, are actually kind of fun. Like, yeah. I, uh, I, I go wild with those things. I make all sorts of fun little me-versus. I, I don't know if you guys follow my Twitter or not, but, but occasionally I repost them on Twitter. There was one level that I really did not enjoy. So I just posted stamps of the little like crying <laughs> right. fairy girl and said was, things was like, like <laughs> I would rather update my Wii U than play this level again. <laughs> it was like like Grumble Bump Volcano or something like that. Grumblump Inferno. <laughs> Grumblump Inferno. I was close. I, I like when people try to help you like, oh, I found the stamp. But I'm not going to tell you where it is. I'm like, thank right. you. I appreciate that. I, I love it when I just see like some kid or, or or like dad there's always an account called dad yep. that'll have like some really <laughs> weird picture underneath it of like oh, toad gosh. in an office suit in a chair managing a company <laughs> okay you guys <laughs> ever see those i've never seen that I, i've seen funny. a lot of abusive uh peach ones with like mario mm. like slapping peach and oh really? no yeah and mario I chasing see, after peach that's and like, weird. come here, girl. <laughs> I, I don't know. like that. I, uh, <laughs> I, I see a lot, of, a lot of farting characters. Like, they'll draw, they'll just stamp the character <laughs> down and then draw, like, a little fart puff behind them. You guys see wow, those? No, I, I actually don't use the Meavers very much because I don't like anybody on the Meavers. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Like, I, I was expecting to not like it, but everything that we've just talked about are, like, all the reasons I like it. Yeah, like, it, I like how like stupid and levels. pointless it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I don't know. I, I get that, but it's, like... I remember, I think, one time... I was playing uh, New Super Mario Bros. U, and there was one thing where I, like was like playing a level and I was like oh man I really want to find like the third star in this level that I didn't or the third like dragon coin in this level that I didn't find and I like, was going and going and I tried it like three times and I couldn't find it and then like after I exited the level the first Miiverse post that popped up was like <laughs> the third coin is here and I was like well alright fuck you too not like I wanted to enjoy my game or anything. Oh, uh, so you, you didn't don't like want that? them to tell you. Okay. No, I, I just wanted to play my fucking video game. I um, haven't I haven't gotten spoiled by anything I care about, but I have yeah. seen that every now and then. But sometimes I like wish it would happen. Like there's some really stupid stars in 3D World that that I have like gone to the Miiverse for help with. And um, like that was actually kind of a cool experience, like kind of mining the internet strategy guide but within the game. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can see that as cool. I just think like, why not make that like an option where you can go, uh, all right, I'm having trouble with this level. Check Miiverse posts tagged spoilers of this level or something. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. then you're just like asking Nintendo to make a good interface for their online content, which hey, <laughs> yeah. they're not going to do that. That's uh, yeah. you might be asking for one feature too many there, Jim. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. James. Uh, yeah. I. Yeah, I was. I feel that because I was playing. I've been playing way too much Monster Hunter Four Ultimate. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to say that I have sixty hours logged into the game right now. And you um, started like last wow. week. Last week. Yeah. Wow. That's um. <laughs> uh, That's an obligation. Are they paying you by the hour for that? I. I wish they were. Uh, oh, I guess it's. I guess it's about two weeks now. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that, that, that sounds more. That sounds okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, but it's it's really rewarding. I really enjoy the experience. The game is fun, but there's like a lot of stuff that's like, wow, this menu is completely convoluted and unhelpful. And then I like ask a friend. He's like, oh yeah, uh, the thing you're looking for is not in that menu. It's actually in this menu. And I like <laughs> back out and go to this like tiny pinpoint in the side of the screen. I'm like. That's of course, a menu? yeah, of course like that's a, where it a would fucking be. Fucking course, that's it. Like making a <laughs> gathering hall so that people can join you for online play, and you're like hosting it is stupid. Because you don't like go into the gathering hall and make a thing. You like go to the world map, and then there's like like a button on the world map menu that's like play like turn on online or something, and you click that, and it's like local or internet play. Of and course, then you have it would be on the map. Right, yeah, on the course, map, right? Of course. The best place for yeah. it is the fucking map, not inside the gathering hall when you're making a gathering hall. Fucking video games, man. Video games video are my games. least favorite video games. I'm pretty sure that I hate video games and also that I hate them. Because they put the online button in Monster Hunter 4 on the map instead of any um, other menu. Yeah. Um, it's all downhill also, from there. Also, to exit the uh, gathering halls, if you want to like, exit your friends to like play one player uh i actually don't know how to do that so i resort to closing my ds and opening it back <laughs> up so that it breaks the connection <laughs> this sounds <I> literally, like <laughs> this sounds like problems someone notices after 60 hours of play <laughs> yeah but like at the same time i have to give the game credit because the game is called monster hunter and when you're doing that god damn it's so fun it is so good. I love that game when i'm hunting monsters and when i'm doing anything else in that game i hate it mm. It's uh, 
It's a rough situation that you're in there. A uh, a troubling relationship you have with this game. Yeah. You love it. It's good when it's hate good, it. and it's not when it's not, you know? Yeah. Classic. Well, what, one last thing I want to say about Mario, and I hate to, like, bring it back there, mm-hmm. but you're talking about how the levels get super hard after the end game, after the quote-unquote credits roll that isn't the ending at all. Right. Like... Me and my friends were having a blast with them, though, because it like suddenly turned into like Call of Mario, Modern Mario Fair, where we were like <laughs> shouting little three second instructions at each other like every single second. Yeah, because because they'll start the timer off with like 100 seconds to, to finish the level in some of these later levels. Oh, so yeah. you and, and your buddies, if you're playing co-op, you guys have to be on point. Like you yeah. have to make sure that that you jump exactly where you need to, that you like cover left and right sides of the map together, so that you can make sure to sweep through it for for power ups more efficiently without spending time to literally walk to the other side of the map and get something because there is no time. Yeah, and yeah. it it oh it it was so much fun though, and I'm I kind of wish the levels got this hard way earlier, but. But uh, that's okay. Did you have some weak links? Because man, you know, I was playing with my my wife, and uh, sometimes, you know, I'd be like, "Yo, babe, you need to step up your game." On the- <laughs> <laughs> like on the rain on the on the Rainbow Road, no Star Road. Sorry, um, like you, uh, it, it was it was a little bit tough on the, that. There's this fast one with a where you have to catch the flag. It's like running away from you, and you only have. Oh, yeah. seconds. I yeah. loved that one. That one yeah. is brutal for my wife. Uh, like my wife just does not like the speed boost, <laughs> so she like falls off and I'm like, "Bay, our lives is is going down." You know, I'm, I'm gonna need you to step up your game right now. Get some coffee. Come <laughs> back then, to me. And then at the <laughs> end, the path splits in two, where it goes up yes. high and down low, and you have to make sure because you can't your camera angle obscures the flag. You have to make sure that you don't overrun, or else you'll run out of time without having enough time to go back and get it. But the star is like way past the flag's destination. Oh god, that was so fun though. I think it was hard though. I think it took us like three or four tries, but that's okay if if you keep dying because in Super Mario 3D World if you die 10 times on a level it gives you the we feel bad for you here have an invincibility god mode just because right. you're bad at video games leave <laughs> right yeah and when i hate you die, that thing you just get the yeah, yeah i hate it too i absolutely i, I really i, I really wish that wasn't myself there. and then so didn't that you pick wouldn't it up. have to yeah <laughs> i was like no i'm yeah. not gonna beat the last boss with this stupid thing on it i'm just and, not and i don't think they penalize you for it like you get no, the stars don't. you you unlock the, the stage you open up the path to the next stage they uh they they do not penalize you for turning the easy mode that is activated by dying 10 times like if if you're a total scumbag and a terrible person you could literally begin every level and just die 10 times and get this thing that gives you a like objective <laughs> advantage yeah and, I don't know. and that's, that's 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 one of the great tragedies of our time really i don't know like the thing about that that i, I okay i don't like it but at the same time I remember how it was being like a kid that had like I I would call it like borderline anger issues and so like when I would play certain games and I'd get super super frustrated and I'd just be like super mad I'd like hit stuff and everything when I was like a a real little kid and I would like my kid to be able to like instead of getting so mad just like if it doesn't matter that much to them they could just skip that level and whatever and move on like for the for the 
for the players like us who want to like get the fulfillment of beating the game, you don't have to pick it up. And you could just like, you know, like Matt said, you could just like jump off the level and then like it doesn't even appear again. And you can like go about your time playing the game again. But for people like that who like want a more casual experience, I guess it's like all right. But yeah, yeah I don't know. The principle of it is still pretty like, ugh, like, I don't know. I just I just uh, I, I don't know. I can't see Mario 3D World going to Evo just because of that. Like if it wasn't for that, <laughs> though, it would be fine. Going right. to Evo. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, for, for competitive. I want to see a speed run actually of of Super Mario World 3D World. Uh, 3D World speed run is actually really cool, um, because if I remember correctly, that's the one where there is a trick with the do they do they have the Tanuki suit? There's some flying suit mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. yeah, there's a Tanuki suit. It doesn't make sure you it was, fly though. It just kind of like makes you jump like higher hover. and then hover yeah. slower. Um, I'm not it's sure not if it like... was the Tanuki suit or the cat suit that the glitch is on. But for uh, for Mario uh, 3D World speedruns, there's like this glitch where you do like spin jump, spin jump, and you like you like get a certain mashing like rhythm going, and then you like just go super super high up in the air, and then you like you can float down, but it's like at a curved angle, and so people on the levels that this works on will like start with the suit run forward like a few steps launch into the air and then like curve a descent all the way to the end of the level and it's what? so funny that's it's so funny sounds awesome it is awesome and it's funnier because they're off screen when it happens they just like shoot up out of the camera so like they can't they just have to like go by feel instead of by like watching pretty tight speedruns are cool I uh I kind of want to see what a speedrun would look like with like more people because it turns into a clusterfuck but seeing yeah. people oh. like figure out how to take advantage of or and slash or like train themselves to mitigate the clusterfuck would be neato. Yeah. That would probably neato. work with a 100% speed speed clear. That would be interesting actually. Yeah, 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 then yeah. everybody can can grab uh yeah, certain, different stars and everything. Yeah, certain stuff can definitely be like glitched right with two people like yeah. just make it way easier if you can coordinate yeah. properly especially jumping on people's heads and stuff oh yeah actually, yeah like you can boost each other and get right. places you can't without m- multiple players right and using the bubble as a strategy which i tend to use a oh, lot yeah yeah you gotta, yeah, you gotta um, bubble sometimes <laughs> uh i was actually that reminds me i've been watching this one guy he's been like working hard at, at optimizing the uh, Majora's Mask 3D speedrun. Um, it's very interesting, the routes that they've already found and the skips that they've already found of a lot of the game. Uh, yeah, it's cool stuff. Speedruns are cool. I'm doing more Metroid Prime, and I'm noticing that the second half of this game really drags on and on and on and on, which I can't mm. say I wasn't anticipating, because I remember... Mm. Well, I remember there being a lot of, of controversy over this game and the backtracking in the second half, but I also remember somehow being able to mitigate that when I was playing through it as a kid, because you got to collect all the Chozo artifacts after you finish getting your power-ups, which is like a whole nother, like network of uh, recursively unlocked collectibles throughout the big the big map so right that's that's the part that everybody kind of agrees is like unnecessary right where it's just like backtrack through the whole game again yeah to like get these yeah and and I'm wondering uh, uh, when I was talking about it on Twitter a lot of people were they were either telling me no it's fine though the game's built for speed running or they were telling me yeah it absolutely sucks it really screws with the speed running <laughs> 
Really? Yeah. It, I I don't know. Like I I haven't looked into it. I haven't um googled and, and read some forums of the Metroid Prime speedrunning community, but it's just uh interesting to see like bunny hop fans already being divisive about whether or not this part of the game is or is not conducive to the speedrun. Yeah. And and I seriously have to wonder though, like the it seems like the order that I'm picking up some of these things in, they have me literally going from one end of the map all the way to the other, all the way to the back uh, other end of the map again. Mm-hmm. Like you get the um power bombs and the phase on mines which then uh break a window that you use to get an artifact at the control tower in Fendrana Drifts, uh-huh. which is like four to six hours of progress earlier. Granted, you'll go through it faster because you're powered up. You could just, everything's unlocked. You just walk there. But you still got to walk there. There's no fast travel. This is Metroid. Yeah. Why did they, why did they do this, Jimmy? I don't, don't ask me, man. I haven't even finished the first one. <laughs> this yeah. is probably why. Yeah. Because I was, I know, oh dude. God, I was so into it a few uh, weeks ago, but now I'm just like, oh God, I better go finish Metroid Prime. Oh, <laughs> that's not a good feeling at all. You no. know what you should do is you should get Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate for the Nintendo 3DS. But I don't have a 3DS. The new, new so 3DS. The now new, you can new. get a 3DS. You have an excuse. I do. I have an excuse, but I'm going to... You gonna... can review it by spending an extra... <sighs> I'm, I'm already setting aside a PS4 fund because I'm going to have to start saving money for that because I have to buy a new TV for it because my TV doesn't have HDMI inputs. How are you going to replace that TV? That TV looks like it's built into I don't. I don't know. Wall. I don't I don't even. The, the previous owner, tenant, whatever, of this apartment uh, did not want the cables showing underneath her TV. So she like built an installation into the wall to specifically mount this specific TV on. Yeah, and so it's you, can't, you have to stick rough, your hand man, under rough. it, uh-huh. like and, and like just like shove your arms up yeah. behind a dark, dirty hole yeah. to uh, feel around oh, yeah. for the orifices you want to stick the plugs in. Now this is a podcast. It's not. It's it. It mm. is a podcast, but it's mm-hmm. also not a uh, not a comfortable situation for <laughs> for my TV to be in. Right. I mean, at right. least at least the apartment came with the free TV because she probably couldn't take it out when she left. Yeah. 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 Um. So let's see. I uh, I very bri- very very briefly played Bayonetta and Portal. Um. Viewers are about to find out why. I uh-huh. played through uh, Resident Evil 2 as cool. well, um, and I'm surprised how, uh, how how short that game is. It, it overs quickly, though. RE2? Yeah, RE2. Yeah, actually, uh, Gerard's uh, completionist review this week is on RE2. Oh, I didn't know if I was allowed to say anything. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, it's it's it should be out before this podcast is out. So. Oh, okay. And I'm, and I'm sure most of the people who hear this podcast will listen to it, like, hours after it comes out anyway so uh but yeah if anything did that, and I, I remember him watch I was every tlvg his... podcast for a sneak peek at uh gerard's next new uh video <laughs> <laughs> the hot scoops uh, I, I was listening to him do his videos and i remember him saying that like even though there was like a lot to complete the game you beat the game in like six hours mm-hmm. or, or less so it's like you memorize everything pretty easily so it's like not a chore you know right and like it 
It's it's really, really short, like literally four and a half hours. I sat down with some friends on the couch. I mean, Leon was like zigzagging around, sticking square keys into square holes in this labyrinthian police station. And then all of a sudden he's in a future lab set to self-destruct and escapes at the last minute. Like like that. Yeah, it just it just overs. And uh, but it's also like there are two different campaigns. It's it's already one and two. They did that. And the second campaign is very, very drastically different from the two campaigns in RE1. So uh-huh. really to see everything, you have to play through it twice. And I was really actually loving Claire's campaign a lot more. There's this uh, creepy police chief who who I was having a lot of fun with. There's there's a totally not nemesis guy, like basically some really big, strong muscle man zombie who follows you around the police station. And he was a lot of fun. But as it also turns out, even then, once you finish the second campaign, whoever you decide to play as after another four and a half hours, mm-hmm. the order you play these two campaigns in changes things further. So to really see everything, you have to play through it four times. And if you get A ranks in, in both campaigns, you unlock a third mode. That's just like a time attack, zombie survival, horde mode type thing. If you get an A rank in that, you unlock a super duper secret extra where you play as a piece of tofu. Uh-huh. It gets weird. <laughs> and it's, it's yeah. like designed like uh, like it, you can tell it was designed to be short. Like either mm-hmm. that or they were running out of time because they already scrapped the whole game once before and had to rebuild it from scratch. But they like really did what they could to make the most out of that four and a half hour campaign. Like compared uh-huh. to like something recent like The Order 1886 where the four and a half hour campaign is just uh, it. Like RE2 <laughs> is is built with a shitload of incentives to get you do that again and again and again and have right. have at least a slightly different experience every time. Yeah. Yeah. Topical. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> one last question, and that is, Matt, have you been playing any video games besides Guild Wars 2 on your Guild Wars 2 video game trip? Um, Any games other than some, <clears throat> some <clears throat> phone <clears throat> games, casual <clears throat> phone games. Um, oh, is this, <laughs> is this a video? Or, uh, or is this just no, what no, you no, do no, these days? No. So, sometimes, sometimes I play. <laughs> no, but um, I uh, went back and played some Monstrum, but I also got a game. Um, you got a game? Uh, to just today called oh. White Knight. Oh, I um, remember White. Oh, oh, I was thinking White Knight stories. No, White Knight's different. That's like the noir black and white detective thingy, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 I didn't know that was out. Is it early access or is it out-out? Well, no, no, no. They gave me an early copy of it. Oh. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, um, so it's like a review can be thing. posted on the 3rd, but that's also the embargo for the Guild Wars 2 stuff. So I'm thinking about, they say I can do some other stuff oh, with wow. it. Oh, wow. So, you, yeah. you're, you're at the cutting edge right now. <laughs> I, I know, right? Look you, at me. You, you have all sorts of, of hot press exclusives coming <laughs> right up. But it's interesting because this is the type of stuff I like. You know, like I don't know if this is hyped up or anything. I haven't heard much about it other than I've seen the trailer, you know, way back or whatever. But um, I'm glad that he reached out uh, because this is uh, this looks really interesting to me. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the art style, the feeling you, of it. Um, have you started it yet? No, I yeah, haven't. like I really liked the the trailer they put out about a month yeah. ago for this thing. I was really interested. Narration. I mean, like, I, it kind of sucks nowadays. I'm 
for my own sanity, I kind of want to take a step back for reviews for a little while. But mm-hmm. like, I I, I kind of wanted to review it, but but I decided not to. <laughs> Too busy playing Res- Resident Evil. You know, making vids about Resident Evil. Just looks like good old games, basically. Metroid Prime and Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, um... Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'll, in... I'll give you a full report next time. Next week. <laughs> a full report, okay. I just, uh... I, I, I don't even want to know, like, what genre it is until until after it's out. Because the trailer they put out, it, it everything was up in the air. Survival okay. horror? Survival horror or, 3D or mechanics? Is, is, it, is it a total story? The noir? An, an, a narrative experience? Uh, a narrative experience? A narrative, yeah. a nar- a narrative experience. Wow. I, I imagine there are probably some listeners who were really, really annoyed with that just then. But anyways, <laughs> you, uh, you won't have to worry because we won't be annoying after this break because we're going to be talking about the news. Nintendo. It's for breakfast now. Nintendo. It's a cereal. Wow. Nintendo. Nintendo. Super Mario jokes. Nintendo. 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 Here's Zelda too. Nintendo. It's very good news. Nintendo. Mm, you just can't lose. Nintendo cereal system is a super part of this nutritious breakfast. Nintendo. Two cereals in one. Hello and welcome back to the TOVG podcast. Um, we have some very, very interesting stories for you guys this week. A lot of weird things are going on, and one weird thing happened literally when I was walking in my room just now. Have uh, have either of you ever seen your Wii U gamepad just like display an ad when it was supposed yes. to be turned off? Yes, I have. That what? just happened to me for the first time. I, I was I'm- I was walking back in here during the break from from refilling my coffee. And I see my gamepad turned brightly on, and I'm like, wait, why is my Wii U on? And it's just the gamepad, not the Wii U. Yeah, and it's just, just like, the gamepad. It was just like, whoa, Donkey Kong Country Returns is out on the Wii U. And, and I yeah. was like, huh. What? So I pressed the close button, and it turned off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just... What? It's like... <laughs> I have. It's really creepy. It's it's a normal thing. Everybody's Wii U does that. It's very creepy though. Um, yeah, Ger- it was. I think Gerard last week he was like he gave us a similar story where he like went into his office and he was like Someone's just like talking to himself and he said something about like man I just want like like I want or he said something about Kirby and the Rainbow Curse just like out loud to himself. And then the gamepad turned on, and it was like Kirby and the Rainbow Curse available now, and it was like uh, it's super creepy. Um, Wii U, I remember, turn off. Yeah, I remember it did that to me one time because my my desk for my TV, like my, the like shelf that my TV is on, is right behind my chair for like my personal computer. So I keep the Wii U gamepad charger right on the edge of that desk. So it's like if I wanted to, I can just reach behind me from my chair and grab the the gamepad, but like. It just like just like it's just like right there because that's the best place to put it and i was just on my computer one day and this is the first time it happened to me it was just like and i was like what the fuck and i like turned around and it was like metroid prime trilogy is now on sale for ten dollars i was like fuck you wii u get out of here <laughs> oh man that, that, that would have been scary because before i was i was gonna mention donkey kong country that's gonna be coming out for wii u if i was like that it's like it knows weird. yeah yeah <laughs> It's like Wait. it displays ads of products people think about in their head. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's Nintendo knows. That's that's normal, right? Oh. Yes. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so this is completely unrelated to Nintendo, and that story was also completely unrelated to the news. Literally, right. not on the dog. It happened when I was walking in my room. Um, right. <clears throat> the new Batman game, Arkham Knight. Arkham? Arkham? Arkham. I don't, I don't freaking know. Arkham. 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 Suarez, Arkham. right? Arkham Knight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to be getting an M. I don't know if... Uh, if you guys like care for... about that as much oh as gosh. as much as it's I do, it's getting an M. I can't get it. Oh no! Well, no, I'm I mean, so like, young. But but it's oh. like what I I guess I guess the one thing I'm like kind of worried about is them like edging it up for the for the for the edgy teen demographic or something. I don't know. Well, like, is this the one where Batman has a tank? Yeah, and he blows <laughs> up other robots with his tank. Yeah, the one that everyone was like, "Why the fuck does Batman have a tank? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Fucking doing? Is, yeah. is this gonna be the one where Batman looks at himself and says, What what kind of monster have I become?' Oh god! Like someone that? ripped someone ripped the audio of George doing that, and then if the game comes out and there's a scene where he says that, I want that audio replaced with George's audio. Oh, <laughs> right. I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it if it does that though, like. I think I was talking about Injustice a few weeks ago. Like, DC uh-huh. is, is super duper edgy these days. Right. I guess, kind of. Not really, though. Because as I found out, Batman in particular has been super duper edgy since, like, the early 90s. Yeah, there's. I mean, and, there's a and, bunch of different Batman series mm-hmm. that are different, like, comics. And I know Alex has read a few, but, like, I've heard about a couple of them, and they get pretty messed up. There's stuff where, like... Th- there's stuff that's, like, disturbing. There's, like, a very dark batman series so like it's not unheard of i guess and in the games the arkham games themselves themselves have always kind of ridden the line between t yeah. and m yeah but uh but now they're they're going over it um i guess i i shouldn't be like too concerned though because um well it's basically like i'm a kid who grew up when with with prince of persia warrior within right and it's like when that happens i'm like eh like like Godsmack doing the soundtrack for Batman Arkham Knight as as he like becomes a, a this sad damaged inside guy who who has so much anger he unleashes on monsters or something. I'm I'm with, sorry. With Godsmack I, in the background. I, I, I don't I was want stunned that to for a second. I was stunned for a second because I thought that was a real thing that you were citing that Godsmack was doing the soundtrack for Arkham no, Knight. No, no, no. And I was like Please God. It's it's just as as someone who was raised <laughs> Please God smack in in the environment of Prince of Persia Warrior Within. I right. I, I have been now. instilled with a fear of of T franchises going in for the rest of my life. Yeah. Call of Duty kind of did it okay maybe. I don't know, but it's Call of Duty. I don't know. I mean like <sighs> If you were to put any of the Arkham games that are already out on, like, a previous system, I think they probably would have been rated M. You think so? I mean, like, look at Halo. Well, Halo has has a blood splatter when you shoot people. That's usually the critical difference. That's the, that's that's, the difference? That's typically the line. No, I can't... But it's blue that, and green It's still goopy. But no, when you shoot the human marines, it's red. Well, don't be a dick and don't shoot your teammates, <laughs> asshole. If that, if that blood splatter wasn't there, I bet the game would be rated um, rated T. I always felt like it was a teen-rated game, but it, it does. I don't it's know. a very, very soft M. This, 
this, this, wow. I don't know. This this is not something I really care about, but that's just because I'm 23, so it doesn't really affect me in any way, shape, or form. Right. But like, I like I don't see the I don't see this looking at like some of the information in this. I don't see this being like a like a sort of like this is the Batman game where like <laughs> we witness someone getting beheaded or something or like there's like a rape scene in or the, something the in dark it, you know? alternate Gosh. universe injustice right. version of Batman I'm where, just saying where like, he, like he avenges his parents by killing other people I don't know I don't know like like do you see what I'm saying though I don't think that this is like the this is like a massive jump into like dark territory yeah, and I that's feel like, like this what is I would be like afraid of is thing. them hamming it up for, I'm uh, sure it was just like for, one for the thing shock the, value. Yeah, I, I'm sure I, it was just like one thing. I, I think comics, so in general, I have always been kind of edgy. Like it, it's super like I mean, yeah, you've seen, edgy. You, you've seen like uh, the the story of uh, uh, what was it? It was a Harley Quinn wearing Joker's face. You know, like it's just stuff, like stuff stuff like that. Like there, yeah. when when I um, talked about this on Twitter with fans, they they directed me. There's like an arc where where the commissioner's daughter has uh, some terrible things happening to her, and a Batman comic in the late 90s and yeah. and they like run him through the joker runs him through this little carnival thing that he destroys his house and shows him pictures of his daughter having horrible things being done to her by by joker's minions and i'm like oh pff, batman pff, batman yeah. pff, when has batman ever been equivalent r-rated and a bunch of a bunch of fans were like no george it has been for decades yeah, yeah i what i'm saying though is i'm i highly doubt that they're just gonna like kick it up to to 11 for that i'm sure it was like similar subject matter to the past two that's just like well, maybe a little worse in one or two spots and they're like oh, okay right. maybe that deserves an and, and i time. think that's what's happening like ign actually had a, a few interviews with um developers about it and it sounds like that's the case like they said they weren't expecting it they just kind of wrote what was coming naturally and the esrb decided it was worth an m uh-huh. So I don't know, maybe something shocking, more shocking than the entire rest of the game happens at the very end that justifies it, like, which which would be like kind of cool, actually, I think. Yeah. Or it raised the stakes, but, um, oh, well, anyways, whatever. It's just something that I, th- I thought it was super interesting. Like every, every time this this happens when like a T franchise goes in, I think it's super interesting. Yeah. 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 So things that aren't surprising, though, that uh, that are not a change of modus operandi is uh, the GTA 5 PC port getting delayed. All right. Yeah, I know. Oh. It, it happens every few weeks or so. A, uh, a yeah. delay to the GTA 5 PC port is announced. Oh. Um, uh, this time it's I mean, coming out on April 14th. Cool. Oh. This is also when they plan to... Uh, Un- unleash and release the online heists feature mm. which I don't know how much of a long term memory you guys have was something promised literally before launch wait, wait. man you that could... never made it into any version of the game not not yet they're planning on really? updating all the previous versions when the PC version comes out with this heists feature that was in the GTA online reveal trailer Really? Yeah. yeah. I never kept up with GTA 5 because I don't really play GTA, but like, really? Mm-hmm. Heists aren't out? That's fucking hilarious. I know. <laughs> like, that's kind of how I I interpreted this news. I was like, oh, the, the port got delayed, which I don't really like care about. Like, I, 
I don't care about delays anymore. I'm, yeah, I'm I don't old, care about I'm delays at fart. all. Delays just mean the games, unless it's Watch Dogs, delays just mean that the game's getting better <laughs> in that time. Oh, wait, we actually have a very interesting community we question do, about that We do that have later. a question yes, on yes. that, yeah. But I anyways, mean, there are some games that obviously don't benefit from it. I, but There's like, a difference between being delayed and being in development hell. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, but but the my, the heist the the infinite delay of this heist feature is goddamn hilarious, and I I want to yeah. giggle at that. Yeah, hee 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 hee. They're like a white whale at this point. They're just yeah. uh, they, people just keep chasing after them. I honestly want to want to talk to like some fans who uh-huh. were particularly stoked about that. And have and pre-ordered it already, and to get their million like the dollars. original last gen version before before it came out, like mm. twenty months ago, and and they still haven't gotten the one feature they were super stoked about. I wanna I wanna know what that's like. Friends, Romans, countrymen, mm-hmm. don't pre-order. Yeah, no, don't. It's, it's at the top. It's just getting pre-ordered like crazy. On just Steam. don't pre-order though. Just yeah, like just, don't just, do just it. don't. Oh, I can't um, wait to play this game. Delayed. They I can't also, wait to play this game. I but I can't. I, I can't absolutely cannot wait to give them my money, even if I'm not gonna have the game. I yet. can't Just don't wait do that. to give someone literally all of a lot of money for literally nothing. Like, but like, like a, here, a promise. When when people work on contract jobs, usually the what is done is like they get you know a sum up front, mm-hmm. and then they get paid after the job is done. Don't give them their payment for their finished job before the job is finished. Like, just wait for the game to come out. Well, it's also it's just really like not hard. Games depreciate super fast nowadays. Anyway, you could wait right. like a month and get it for half off. Whatever. The only that's, thing uh, that I would say, like pre-order, is if it's like a special edition that comes with like physical stuff that's never going to be available again or whatever. Or if well, it's an I don't Nintendo give a shit thing. about or, that stuff anyway. Right, but I don't. But like, if someone cares about that, then fine. But don't don't pre-order a game that is just the game. Like, don't just like. Like uh, Titanfall, like regular ass edition. Oh, Just buy Titanfall when it comes out. Yeah. Don't spend two hundred dollars uh-huh. on on a plastic Duke Nukem statue that that's just gonna go away. Listen, at, listen. Okay. I you know? sh- I will pre-order. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, 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 not seriously. But <laughs> the, the, the only thing I really pre-order is something I'm absolutely going to play. Like it's just one of those things. Like everyone has that game, right? Like for me, I will absolutely pre-order the special crazy edition of Kingdom not Hearts anymore, 3 because man. regardless if it's good or not, I'm going to play it because right. I'm, you're I'm gonna just have to, that you're big gonna of have a fan. To know now. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I'm super into Metal Gear Solid, right? I was super looking forward to Metal Gear Solid 4. Even I was able to like, I didn't play that game until two years after launch. Uh-huh. Because I didn't get a PS3. It wasn't a system seller for me. I played it on a friend's machine. I, I literally have no problem waiting. There there are so many games in the world to play that, that will literally keep you distracted from any other game in the world. Right. There's but no that's way completely that off topic. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Well, I guess kind <laughs> of. You know, don't pre-order the GTA 5 PC port. You know, damage has already been done, actually. It was on the Steam top sellers for a, a, a few while. weeks ago. A while. Yeah, there's this uh, interesting quote from PC Gamer that... Uh, Rockstar gave, I think this was in their press release, not an interview or anything, but uh-huh. uh, they say, as always, we ask for the GTA PC community's understanding and assistance in helping to report any concerns during the early days of launch when those inevitable initial teething issues arise on the new platform. Mm. Well, I mean, that's, well, 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 
That sounds like pre-apologies for the game's gonna fucking suck for a week. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that quote. And and it seems like it should be fine. Um, this this division of Rockstar made an excellent port of Max Payne three. They've they've had a shitload of time and money to make this port with. I yeah. I can't see it going that badly, but then there's this quote. They're they're obviously yeah. not afraid to delay it and polish it, and then there's this quote. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. that's uh that's all the the interesting bullet points from that GTA story. I I think I was able to extract. Uh, you know I don't think I talked about this on the podcast because it was super duper rumor stage at the time. But uh -huh. did you guys hear about the the rumored Metal Gear Rising Two announcement? No, no. it was well, at the. I, I heard like a I heard like one thing about yeah. it but I didn't look into it well what it was was a, a uh, slide used at a um, I guess it would have been either a platinum or Konami presentation at the Taipei game show about a uh -huh. few, couple months ago and it was the t a, a number two written in Metal Gear Rising font and as it turns out now this week um, they, they debunked it or, or just like said no we're not making a sequel yet calm, calm yourselves uh, when this was happening, but now we actually have a full picture of that too in some like promotional artwork that was posted on Platinum Games blog. Uh -huh. It was uh, just kind of a, a, a piece of artwork to celebrate the second anniversary of the game's launch, which means Hooray. it's fucking nothing. So um, <laughs> that's what that too is for. It's not exactly the same two. Uh, used in the Taipei game show, I guess that just means for some reason they're they're really excited about the game having released two years ago, which is still like itself kind of a tease, but it's also nothing official. So I don't know. Yeah, rest yourselves, you, uh, you worried worried fans who who want more. I mean, Platinum's going to keep making games anyway. <laughs> you know, I I played Bayonetta two and it was basically like it scratched that itch. So. Platinum games yeah. all they're, they're a little similar. <laughs> um, Legend of Korra. Oh, this is another another old story coming back to haunt people. Do you guys remember when uh, John Ricitelio, John Ricitelio, uh left EA <laughs> a couple years ago? I uh, vaguely vaguely remember it. Absolutely. It was yeah, like there were celebratory <laughs> videos posted on YouTube of of like montaged clips of party scenes from The Simpsons. Like it was, it was a super huge victory that one of many EA CEOs <laughs> left the company to go do other things. Well, wow. anyways, um, he is now apparently the the other thing he's doing is being a member of the board of directors of Telltale now, which is uh, an interesting, interesting. move, I suppose. Yeah. Like, uh, basically, this guy got a lot of flack for his tenure at EA because his tenure at EA saw um, things like day one DLC, online passes, server shutdowns for last year's sports games happen, as well as uh, while well, they were like annualizing premium <laughs> full $60 DLC packs for Battlefield at the same time. Mm -hmm. And and I don't necessarily like we have no idea how decisions are made on right. higher ups. And um, to be fair, like this guy's also his tenure also saw a really, really 
great year on 2011. Like, I was actually looking through a chronological list of EA games releases, and I was like, wow, 2011 was a really great year, and that was just before he left and many years after he started as CEO, and that was when, like, yeah. Dead Space 2 and Mass Effect 2 and Alice Evil Returns and Bulletstorm and Crisis 2 came out. And I was like, wow, the good EA games were coming out. But at the same time, they I guess the company was just kind of adopting practices that ended up making them a lot of money, but still less than they wanted to make, but ended up like angering fans probably more than it, what it was worth. Uh-huh. But anyways, he's uh, on the board of directors now at Telltale. Mm. Hooray. Mm. And, and nothing really necessarily exciting about that. His... his uh, been revealed from these quotes they're all like super robotic stuff telltale has created something entirely new their games combine linear storytelling and gameplay in an entirely new way that is fresh unique and compelling risitellionu said in a statement and i don't believe that like that just sounds like i i don't know it doesn't sound concrete it just sounds like pr speak um, yeah. they they announced this at the same time Telltale announced that they are partnering with Lionsgate to produce a kind of transmedia franchise, some some kind of show with a quote unquote interactive aspect to it. Okay. Um. Mm. <laughs> uh, there's a guy named Kevin Bruno working on this stuff. He says each Super Show episode, the interactive game and the scripted episode, will be released as a package designed so that you can consume the interactive portion or watch the scripted show portion in any order you'd like. For instance, if you play the interactive episode first, certain elements of the scripted episode portion will be tailored to reflect some choices made in your interactive playthrough. If you watch the show before playing, some elements in the interactive portions may be presented differently than if you played first. Which kind of sounds like a Telltale game, but with one really, really long cutscene, either before or after you finish playing. <laughs> yeah. Um, They're I don't running know. with this stuff, aren't they? I feel like it's just... Oh, yeah. It's just seeping through everywhere. Like, I, I enjoy uh, Telltale games, you know? I, I enjoyed Walking Dead, I, but the thing is, I feel like it's... It's, it's seeping too deep into everything now. Now I play something I really like, like uh, Tales of the Borderlands, and now I have to wait months and months and months until the thing is finished. Oh, you I don't know? like... Yeah, It's, oh, it's frustrating I, I like me now. It's games, really frustrating me. But I really don't like their, their episodic model it's, in it. They're uh, still doing it, I guess. It's like early if this access, is like dude. being it's marketed exactly as a show. Like early access. You're like, I wonder, pay for a part of the game, and then you get the rest of it later. It's, you still have to pay for Ah, well, the idea is that they'd at least be like self-contained stories with beginnings and ends and not missing features. It, yeah, I guess I guess that's yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. It's just I don't know. It, I've grown frustrated with the way so it's the only way they're getting away with it is because the stories are good, right? That's why they're getting away yeah. with it. it, right. it so which, when you have something like really fine. good, okay. It's really easy to just charge for it over and over again <laughs> when when a product is good it is easy to charge money for it well, yes exactly that's 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 <laughs> Quote, exactly Matt how visual. phone games that's how exactly how phone games good they have a good formula oh wow this story is really good oh this gameplay is really good guess what you get to pay extra 20 dollars to unlock a bunch of money and unlock more cards and blah 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 and people do it and that's why cash clash of clans is like the biggest thing ever ah uh. ah <laughs> Sorry, uh, my rant of stupidness. No, I mean, yeah. it's totally, totally, like, you're right. Because, like, 
The only thing that, that Telltale has going for them that early accessors don't is that Telltale has a track record. Yeah. yeah. So, like, like I can... I can put more faith in a Telltale game that if I buy it on episode one, that it's going to be finished someday and I'm going to get the product that I paid for. Whereas an early access game, there's no, like, I mean, unless it's someone who's done like six other games, like you have no idea if they're ever going to finish it. So you could just be putting your money into nothing essentially. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's the advantage that Telltale has is that like, they have made games before and they have finished them in this format so it's like not too far-fetched that they're going to finish this one but yeah this whole thing of like this super show thing <laughs> that like back back on topic just sounds like it sounds like the same kind of like wishy-washy like oh your choices affect the world that like I can't even think of, like, what games it was recently, but, like, it doesn't affect the world. It just affects, like, oh, you get, you know, some unique dialogue, and then nothing changes and everything goes on exactly the same. Like, there's no, like, like, the outcome changes. Of course that's not going to change. It's a show, so they're going to make, like, a pre-script, and then they're going to add, like, oh, you did this one thing? Well, this person will say something mean to you, and then you're going to do the rest of the show anyway. Like, and, and they might suspiciously like you again in the next episode. <laughs> right. Oh, God. That's what I see coming from this. Um, I might be wrong, but that's what I see. I, I mean, it, it would be it, cool to see, like, people choose stuff and the show is affected heavily from it but then that right. would you know like people they have to actually record that and wait for They'd people's to, ex- responses and yeah you know there They'd needs to, to be animate, a lot of money like, involved for that type of thing because they'd have yeah they'd essentially have to animate like 20 different episodes of one show you know yeah. well, also like, like d- depends on how I, i'm interested to see what kind if it is animated if it is live action if they're going to be using pre-renders if it's all going to be like happening on the fly in the engine like that's going to affect how many choices the player makes because you yeah. can't have like 30 different 1080p 60 frames per second like blu-ray quality movies crammed onto a disc and right. have like 30 of them for 30 different player choices and uh if if that's not the case then it's pretty much it sounds to me like the same kind of telltale game we've always known and loved just with a really really long cutscene either tacked on before or after yeah pretty much pretty much pretty much and and it has lion's gate on it so that means there'll be money involved money 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 Hooray. uh we got a few community questions from the forums uh rerun x asks something uh nice and easy what video game consoles and handhelds did you grow up with Ooh. who wants to start NES. Wow, damn. Then oh, in 64. Straight, straight in there. Straight in there. Well, when I was five years old, my mom yeah. bought me a NES as well. And I played uh, Ninja Turtles with my neighbor. And it was glorious. Ever since then, I, I mean, <laughs> I played Bubble, Bubble. I played Super Mario, all those. Um, ever since then, I just got addicted to games. Right. Yeah. So they asked um, me. Uh-oh. I... I I'm a little, little, like, half a generation down from you guys, so uh, my my consoles I grew up with were the Super Nintendo, which was my brother's console, and I got to watch them play a lot of stuff, and eventually got to play on my own, um, and then my first, like, console that was mine was uh, Game Boy Color. Oh, yeah, I had a uh, a Game Boy Pocket for a mm. while. That was that was fun. If you want to, oh. like, the first, like, non-handheld that was mine was the uh, GameCube because my brothers also owned the N64 when that came out. But GameCube was, like, my first me console. 
Super Nintendo was like my the one that I grew up with and Game Boy Color was like the first thing I ever like had to myself. Like, I don't know if if you really are a generation behind, though, because I got a hand me down NES uh-huh. in like 1994 when when the SNES was already out for a few years and, and well in steam and just a couple years before the N64 came out. Mm-hmm. So um, but I I'm glad that I got that one first because it uh like kind of gave me the first number one installments of of these really long franchises that are still around yeah um but then i got an n64 and totally skipped the snes like i didn't i didn't play through the snes classics until like 2003 or Mm 4 way past their prime and they were still great yeah that is that Super Nintendo is is one of the greatest consoles of all time. Yes, yeah, totally. It, it really is. I, I I went through all of them. I went through and I went the through. The games still look good. Yeah, everything about it is still good. I went through Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Um, of course, Super Mario World is probably one of my favorite games of all time because of that, because of when I played it and the nostalgia that holds with it. Um, and it still holds up. And I bought it for Wii U um, just the other day. Um, um I went to the the Nintendo Super. I mean, not. Just, N64, then the GameCube, then PlayStation. PlayStation. And N64 games have, like, surprisingly not held up in comparison to SNES games. Isn't that (laughs) Which is the weirdest thing. Like, early early 3D looks way worse than late 2D. Well... Here's here's a f- interesting thing that I that was brought to my attention by watching a uh, a video of actually one of the TOVG community members, um, Steve Ohobo. He made a video on why it's good that we don't have a Metroid 64, and so I was I was watching it because I was very interested. And he made this interesting comparison where the NES is like the parallel to the N64, and the SNES is the parallel to the GameCube, where like. Yeah. The NES and the N64 were both very experimental consoles. They were like forays into new territory for Nintendo. They were very like distinct in what they did and they aged very poorly. There's a there are a few games on both systems that like really hold up to this day that like you can't nitpick on over everything. Like even Mario 64, I think it's it's aged very poorly despite being, you know, the iconic game of the N64. Uh, whereas the Super Nintendo and the GameCube, those games pretty much all hold up. Like there, there are very few first-party games on those systems that are like terrible. They're all like really good, very iconic, um, and they just like they just like were the optimized version of their previous system. And and for the level of technology they were working with, the GameCube and the SNES are both like where they reached a level where things on the screen actually looked like what the hell they were supposed to represent. Right, exactly. Which makes a huge difference. Yeah, like visuals, audio, like even controllers. Like the the NES and the N64 controller are like meh. And the GameCube and the Super Nintendo controller are like two of the best controllers ever made. It has the SNES controller has concave buttons. It's perfect. It's It's, it's beautiful. It's perfect. 
<sighs> Anyways, um, another poster named Vicious Parker. I wonder what Parker's getting up to to make him so vicious. He says, has anyone on the podcast experienced, or do you know anyone who has experienced, any of the negative aspects of video game addiction, such as ignoring, such as ignoring real-life responsibilities, ruining real-life relationships, etc.? Which reminds me of something Matt said just a few minutes ago. <laughs> I don't know if you meant it facetiously or not, but you still used the word addicted to to video games when when you were talking about um moving up your first your yeah. first Nintendo consoles. Um that's, I I wouldn't say that I've ever been like addicted, but I've definitely gotten like pretty deep into a few different games like League of Legends and TF2 probably to name like it's always like, going to be one of those like the infinitely right. replayable multiplayer games cuz yeah. cuz you're never really done with them. Um, and I could say I'm very into Monster Hunter right now, and I've played it quite a lot more than more than most games I would play over like a two week period. Sixty hours is kind of like, you know, that's bordering on that's more than a part time job worth of just playing Monster Hunter. But uh, I, I definitely haven't been like needing to pick it up at every time. Like, if for the first like few, like forty hours I was like playing a lot, and now it's just like I'm picking it up at my own pace. I'm playing like a few hunts and like putting it down. I, I might I, like I may have known a few people who were addicted to WoW. I was about when to I was say younger. I think the closest I came was when I was playing WoW. Like I um it was around 2006 right after the Burning Crusade expansion came out. Yeah. And it's yeah, just like that was the, the big one. perfect combination of a never-ending grind of a already very slow-paced game like it takes forever to walk anywhere and um that you were also literally paying for the privilege to play it by the hour. Yeah. Right. So there are like so many awful evil mechanics in place that, that are like designed to keep you playing. And, yeah, and like, I don't, I don't think it did anything to my social life and relationships and whatnot, but I like seriously noticed my health decline. And, and I think I also developed an extremely mild version of carpal tunnel that, that month Dang, too. Geez. I just played it for two months. And the thing is, what was so awful about it is that I wasn't even having fun. Like I literally just wanted to get my monthly subscriptions money's worth, which meant I would have to play all the time for that whole month. Damn. So, cause, cause like I try to think of things economically. Right. And, uh, right. And that's, that was the logic. I was like, if I'm paying $15 for a whole month, then that won't seem a lot. If I pay, if I play for 200 hours this month <laughs> and, and after a while, like my wrist, it was just killing me. I just like got claustrophobic and tired of being in my room all the time. And I was uh -huh. just not having fun. And I was like, fuck this game. Yeah. That's usually how it goes with those. I, I uh, didn't. For, yeah, I didn't even like. It's it was so <laughs> slow. No one else was complaining about any of this. All of the problems I had with it, like I, I, I even the mount didn't wasn't able to get me to meet up with my friends on the other side of the map so we could go on wacky wild adventures together. And even when we did, all I was doing was just pressing one, two, and three every time a cooldown timer. Blah. It, like, instilled a distaste for MMOs in my mouth that I feel to this day. <laughs> you, you know that age is over. But, um, for me, <laughs> that, the addiction definitely uh, came with, uh, like, I don't know, like, it, I wanted to live my life when I was young, um, 
through video games because I Uh-oh. wasn't able to run in real life sometimes. Oh, no, really? Know, like stuff like that. Yeah, like oh, well, yeah. you know, you know the thing I got. So it, it's it's one of those things where it's like I was able to do things I wasn't able to do in real life, and that has always kind of stuck with me even to this day with like video games and being able to just kind of experience things that I otherwise wouldn't be involved in the world. No, I don't get addicted anymore. There was a, a serious time where I did get addicted to like RuneScape. Uh, when uh, that was oh a no, thing. RuneScape. I would, I would it's stay up all night. MMOs. I, I would always. stay up all night. This was years ago. I would stay up all night playing that game instead of doing my homework, instead of sleeping you know all that and th- it was just clicking it was clicking just clicking a big <laughs> yeah. box over and over again it's the most ridiculous thing ever um that addiction became worse when i had money because when <laughs> then you can I, pay for yeah. stuff yeah i i did that for for maple story maple story is the prime example of the most dirty scummiest cash shop you have ever like you'll ever see in the MMO ever ever just so scrummy like you would in order to be the best you literally have to pay money you have yeah, yep. to pay money mm-hmm. um like to be anywhere not the, the level cap you would think like oh uh, just imagine a level 20 character right uh the amount of buffs you get as a level 20 character and ma- imagine a level 100 character compare those two together that's the difference between power um, in in by paying money and not paying money. I mean, yes, there's Dang. a very slow, slow way to earn uh, cash money, in-game cash money, uh, during mm-hmm. a regular way without paying anything. But it's extremely slow, and you have to yeah. really gimp the system in order to do it. Like it's not viable. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Like I made some money, but like it's not always that great. Fuck mm-hmm. that. Play Resident Evil and Metroid Prime instead. Yeah, <laughs> and Smash Ever since Brothers. That, though, yeah. Ever since that, though, I, I, I've never got that addicted to gaming anymore. I've always separated the two. I always have. Uh, I get off of games at a certain time and spend some time, you know, away from the computer. Not necessarily outside, but <laughs> away from the computer. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, so especially when you get married, you gonna gonna have to have some time with the wife. Well, then, then you're obligated to not be addicted to video games. Then there uh, are stakes. Not necessarily, <laughs> yeah. man. There's some people out there, some guys and oh. some girls out there that would well, tell not you differently. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the kind and loving husband. Mm. Oh, yes. Mm. That's me. <laughs> MattCD42 asks, If more right. dev time makes a better game, then is Duke Nukem Forever the best game? Ooh, that's funny because you just mentioned well, something like I that. I know, and I did. Well, and and he's being a butt is what he's being. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it would be a toss-up between Duke Nukem and Diablo 3 and, and Two Human. Those would be oh, not Two Human. You it's had such to throw a... Two Human in there. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. That, that was a pile of ass. I hate that game. It's, uh, like, I think I was saying something earlier, like, being constantly in development for four years by by developers who are working on it that whole time is like yeah. very different from it being in development hell where yeah. the idea just kind of like exists in a studio that evidently is not working on it that whole time right. even though they say they are like there's there's a surprising lack of of Duke Nukem Forever media from like 2002 to 2008 I want to say 
yeah. where where it just did not exist. And uh, I guess kind of same thing with Two Human. Like that came out in iterations for each console generation until it finally did came out. And the one that did was like it had clearly been worked on for like three years previously, not the thirteen years the idea existed man, that was in, a storm in, of poop like like man people were angry people there was were. there was some court case about it they had to burn yeah. unsold copies yeah because yeah. uh they they I got, got in me a trouble copy before that law. happened yeah in in canada anyway i don't know if like i don't think game is gonna be like yeah yeah we're gonna burn our used copies yeah okay go right. ahead with that yeah, well i guess happen. it would have to be like the manufacturer or the publisher that does not the retailers because then those copies are already sold to the retailers what i don't know I, no. I don't know how video games work. I just work here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Matt CD42, you're being a butt. You goddamn milkman. Ouch. <laughs> wow. Uh, anyways. Um, yeah, no, I guess that's that's my answer to that, is that that clearly veers into development hell territory rather than just plain development. Yeah. Matt, I would like some milk if... Uh you have a chance, so go ahead. Oh no, no, that's 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 his name on the internet. It's goddamn milkman. He, oh, we, we we play Smash every now and then. I know this guy. Oh well, tell him yeah. to give me some milk. I I will. I'll I'll let, I'll let him know. <laughs> Matt wants some milk. Matt, you played Smash with him. Oh, that's him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I can. Matt CD forty two. Remember the Matt we were playing Smash with right, that one night, right. Matt. That absolutely. Matt. That's the Matt. That Matt. I've met so many Matts, especially this weekend, too. I met, like, three Matts, so that's great. Oh, cool. My name is... uh, (laughs) I bet it makes small talk really super easy in a room full of Matts. Actually, I just... I just... I don't know. I just have no problem being awkward. I I just... I'm in there. I thrust myself in there. Ew, gross. I don't... Like, it's it's weird when, when I... When I was meeting up for the first time, I was like, everybody come to the bar, come to the hotel bar. And immediately I, I, I start the conversation and never stop. There was no awkward moment or anything like that. I, and they were, it's like almost, I can see where that can happen, but I didn't allow it to be a thing. Because I just like, it's like, I don't know. I guess, I guess I'm just too friendly. Maybe I come off too strong too. Maybe that's you're, the thing. You're the kind and loving husband. Yeah. Ooh, kind and loving friend to George Weeman. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. Anyways, I think uh, that <laughs> might be a good note. That might be a good note for us to uh, like close the curtains and and wheel ourselves into the other room, and and uh, wrap up this podcast <laughs> so wow. that we can go do Matt things. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, feel free to to rate us five stars <laughs> on iTunes. Share us with your friends. Mm-hmm. Listen to us again. Watch mm-hmm. our stuff on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, favorite, comment, subscribe, yeah. rate five stars. Again. S- stumble yeah. it. Dig it. Upvote it on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> Post about it on 4chan. I don't know what maybe you guys do. Maybe don't do that last I time. I don't know. You yeah. can... I mean, we won't know. <laughs> I, I definitely won't know. <laughs> so, so anyways, yeah, uh... In the meantime, we're gonna go. We're gonna go do Matt things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, everyone's gonna review to Human this week, so uh, look for that um, on all of our channels. Oh, James no. Belikoff, Wee Man, The Jungle. He has Jungle Fever, and uh, you know what's Matt. you know what's weird is remember when that thing went where they had to like burn copies of it? Yeah. Uh, 
someone was like, oh, it's going to be rare. Buy it. And so like, I got like a $2 copy from GameStop. <laughs> right. And I was like, collector's item. And then like th- that actually didn't happen. I was like, all right, well, $2. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I paid two dollars for mine as well. Actually, it was like a yeah. brand new copy too. It was like I paid two dollars for Burger King Sneak King. Do you think that's going to be a collector's item? Absolutely. No. Absolutely. <laughs> Greatest game so, ever made. Actually, I, I I just remembered when we were talking about videos, there is one video that I want to give a shout out to. Um, okay. If if you, our humble listeners, have any time, uh, YouTube search for Faustian Analysis Octodad. It's oh a uh, review of Octodad that quickly becomes a a heartwarming, wonderful lesson to uh, uh, to us about ourselves and each other. <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much. It's a really fun video. It's only seven minutes long, and I, I for one, feel like a better person for watching it. Great. I'll check that out. Yes. And you all should, too. Lord Faust. Just uh, search for Faustian Analysis Octodad. Quick Minor spoiler alert Jimmy's trying to end haven't. it. No, don't let Jimmy end it. <laughs> Wait, no, ahead, okay. Ahead, so, no, that's fine, though. I mean, I don't have anything else left to say literally <laughs> at all. Yeah, do, do you guys? No, I'm I done. do not. Okay, okay, cool. All right, in that case, bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Have a good bye. week. Bye. 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 Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.